Sinner in Hell Bang! Oh my god! So powerful! Sound incredible! It's sonic! You just keep on getting better. It's like music to my ears. Literally. Welcome back for another exciting edition of the Dinner in Hell podcast, the show where two amateur historians talk about the atrocious underbelly of history. I am one of your hosts, Brad the Impaler, and with me, as always, Big Ron Maiden. (laughs) I'm big. I'm a large man. Uh, I carry an axe. I wear flannel shirts. (laughs) I stand six foot five. Ron Bunyan. Abe Lincoln, when uh, people would ask Abe Lincoln, how tall are you? He would say, tall enough to touch the ground, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, like, tall enough to touch the ground. Me too. 6'4", six, 6'8", six, with the afro. <laughs> talking honest, Abe? Yeah. The same Abe, yeah. You, a lot of people don't Dude. know that. Under that top hat, afro. Flat top, like kid and play. Yeah. Fit, fit, his hat never fell off. We'll just tell you that. Actually, I just made a clumsy Fletch reference. That's what that was. Oh, my God. Today, we are going to get into a little bit of Haitian culture, cross with a little African culture, a little dinner in hell African tie-in. Mixed up down in Louisiana. We get some plays in South Africa. Um, I think Congo listened to us. Yeah, we had a few listens in Africa, the African continent. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Hashtag African continent. Yeah, maybe we'll see some listeners to this episode from Benin. What up, Benin? Freaking Haiti. Haiti. We're looking at you. Big fan of your revolution that you had. So we're going to go, we're going to do something different. We're just going to discuss the movie, um, The Serpent and the Rainbow. We're going to discuss it front to back. What we do on our program oh, is the we documentary, just, The Serpent and the Rainbow. What we do on our program is we discuss 80s movies. <laughs> and we we do different footnotes. Me and Brad both watch them. I'm just kidding. There should be a video restore rewind version of The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Me and Brad, we just watched the trailer to get, oh, it to looks, get inspired. Looks like a real corker. I've seen it. It's good. You know, 80s, Wes Craven. Wes Craven is a uh, master weird. of horror, after all. There's some messed up images in it, you know, like you know, covered in blood, dancing kind of shit. Did you did you see the new Halloween trailer? That's a very new no. thing at the time of the recording of this episode. I've seen people sharing it. I have, but I haven't watched it. Yet. We'll have to we'll watch it after the show on <laughs> these big studio monitors. I'm like, God damn it! How many freaking times? I know. Jamie Lee Curtis is supposed to be in it. She's like, hey, she's got a longer hair. Yeah, I saw somebody had retweeted her tweet of it. That's how I saw it. Today, we're talking about voodoo. The religion. Mm-hmm. Brad the Impaler, where does this episode begin? Ready, start, talking now. Go. <laughs> voodoo. What voodoo is... But we will get the definition out of the way right out of the gate. Is it's a set of cultural elements. It's a little bit. It's a little bit more than just a religion, and a lot of it is syncretic, meaning like combined with other religions. Hmm. But um, to put it a little too simply, voodoo is a religion that developed from primarily Haitian and ultimately West and Central African religions. 
uh, the primary religious tradition that foundation the foundation of this influence of the development of voodoo in Louisiana is called Vodun. This set of religious principles is practiced by people in Nigeria, Ghana, Benin, and Togo. What's up, Ghana? What's up, Nigeria? I love I love the Togo. team Ghana's uh, soccer kits for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They look great. Congratulations. Should be a good year for those two countries in that competition. I cheer for them during World Cup. Mm-hmm. And Ivory Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the foundations of the practice of Vodun is the belief in a hierarchy of spirits. Uh, the greatest governing forces of nature and society, we're talking about big timers. Like there's big spirits and then there's little spirits going down to, I mean, like individual streams and trees and shit like that. Hmm. Now, asking for the intervention of these spirits in the daily lives of the people is sort of similar to how Catholics behave. I mean, if you've got Catholics in your life, if they lose something, they might not pray directly to God for help finding it, but they'll pay to the patron saint of lost things, which I believe is St. Anthony. So you'd be like, St. Anthony, you tell God to help me find the the magic thing or the lost thing yeah that's how it works um when i was like you're saying like when we were kids we would pray to saint nick and like like for like presents like we would pray like dear saint nick Mm -hmm. please send us gi joe hydrofoil yeah something like yes exactly cobra yeah i still love gi joe's when i was mask the mask mask the base that's a gas station boulder hill dear saint nick (laughs) Thank you. Excite bike. That was a great game. <laughs> Blades I, of Steel. I would please. have so much fun with that level editor. St. Nick. Yes. The, all the fast high ramps. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, you try to do like record time, like how to get this map done like in a minute. Like, mm-hmm. Trading the controller back and forth with like your friends. Yeah. So fast you can do it. And you'd like design incredibly fucked up impossible courses for like you'd like spring on people. Yeah. Yeah. Or just be like the most annoying shit. You could that would there was still what I'm saying is there was still video game trolling in the eighties. Yeah. That's where it spawned. Yeah. St- it spawned with Intellivision. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Coleco Vision. Intellivision was so freaking stupid. <laughs> it was like four games. Anyways, we're talking voodoo. We're yeah. talking ColecoVision. We're talking, we're talking Haitian and African cultures mixing. Mm-hmm. Why was it slaves imported from Africa? Yep. Yeah, they brought their culture. Yeah, they took it out. This is how we make. This is how we do voodoo dolls over where we're from. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> it's horrible what occurred. But I, you, when people have a cultural tradition, they don't abandon it under you know harsh circumstances and for the most part they're going to hold on to it probably even harder and that's why you see it survive in some areas and i mean i'm mentioning the similarity with catholicism for a reason is because when we do get a little bit further down the road specifically into the louisiana variety of voodoo it is very heavily fused with aspects of catholicism that's what i thought i've seen the notes and that's right when you said uh, holding true to your culture 
mm-hmm. it made me think of we're gonna be talk about a particular person that was a really really like christian but also did the voodoo she yes pre- yeah yeah that is a, that is not uncommon whatsoever uh, the the reason that these spirits are so important in voodoo practice is that there is a a main one god at the top called bondi i think i'm pronouncing that correctly um but the 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 problem is is that he, that being is so powerful that it is completely beyond the reach of human beings to communicate with so you have to ask for the help of the spirits, the Iowa. The middlemen. Yes. And those are the spirits that are called forth during voodoo rituals. I'm sorry, but it just makes me think of like when you want to meet the band, but you have to go through the roadie. So you have to like yeah, go of. like in the bus with the roadie for a minute. Yeah, you got to like. The hard way. Yeah. Just to get the message to the. St- God damn it. I'm sorry. You're you're the one that's talking porn over here. <laughs> I do not know where you're going with that one. Another interesting thing about the practice of voodoo is that it is mostly matriarchal. Which is interesting because this is one key way that it's very different from the Catholic Church, which is extremely patriarchal. Hmm. You're like only men are allowed to be priests. So the entire leadership of this giant organization is entirely made up 100% of men and women have no influence in it whatsoever. The opposite is generally true in voodoo or vodun communities. The, um, the head of it is generally a woman, the, the priestess, the voodoo priestess or the voodoo queen, as she is generally referred to in the context of Louisiana voodoo. Yeah. Which is... Interesting. Kind of cool. Um, generally, the priestesses, though, of course, were selected from prominent families. The one, uh, the prominent family who is generally governing, I mean, historically speaking, in West Africa, it would actually be the voodoo queen would be the political leader of a given community as well. The mayor. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a wide focus on herbal medicines for healing and also the use of fetishes. This is a little fucked up, but I mean, I, I got to tell you, voodoo's just not that fucked up. <laughs> voodoo's fucked up. Have you seen Child's Play? Where the yeah. criminal is in the toy store and he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm dying here. I'm bleeding out. He's like, I'm looking, looking, looking. Lightning bolt strikes, boom, voodoo, Chucky. Yes, and there are adjacent to voodoo evil rituals, somewhat like what you're describing, although I'm not sure of the authenticity of the uh, voodoo employed in child's play. I don't know if it's the real stuff. Don't you remember at the end when he's like, yeah, found your voodoo doll. Yeah. He's like, oh, his leg breaks in his other leg. He's like, no. That shit's real. <laughs> that was a, they had to get an actor that agreed to be voodoo dolled. Oh, we'll get to voodoo dolls in this. And the pins that go in them. 
It's, it's flare. <laughs> Not quite, but close. It's the correct amount of re- minimum required amount of flare in each voodoo doll. The minimum, not, but it's not going above and beyond. It's just, it's just a handful that someone grabbed and just stuck on there. We're not looking at them, paying no attention. This is their opportunity to express themselves. We're not in Kansas anymore. Pin on a voodoo doll. Imagine that. Visualize that. Ruby slippers. Well, what fetishes are? are objects uh, the definition is an object that has magical powers basically that's what it is um now the specific objects they use could be that just objects like a medallion or other you know sort of talisman like that like a manufactured object but also commonly used were dried animal body parts and dried human body parts yeah. As these, you know, talismanic objects. I know a guy that sells dried human body parts. If you if you need to, like, a guy. Do you have his card? He doesn't have a card, but I can hook you up. Okay. He has a tumbler. <laughs> the thing about fetishes, though, is they're not unique to voodoo. And this is another area where voodoo and Catholicism have some commonalities. Uh, if you replace the word fetish with the word relic, that is pretty similar. Um, there's dried body parts in Catholic churches. Yeah. Yeah. They're magical objects. Also, could um, you could also consider the Holy Cross, the crucifix, is said to have power. Yeah. And um, the Eucharist that Catholics consume during the communion is literally transfigured through the power of the Holy Spirit into the the body of Jesus Christ. Um, did you see the Onion headline recently that was Virgin Mary statue crying for no good reason? <laughs> no, I missed that one. That's good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. They yeah, can, just over here at uh, the local church, they got a piece of St. Peter's hip in the altar. It's a relic. They St. Peter himself. One. Well, let me ask you this. Can you think of anything other than The Onion that's been around that long that is consistently getting better over time? I don't watch The Simpsons, so I don't know if The Simpsons is getting better or not. South Park gets better as animation improves and stuff. Like ah, fa- see, I got sick of it. Yeah, well, that's you. You get sick of everything. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be open to South Park to like South Park. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to watch South Park, I get it. Not well, I everyone mean, I, does. I watched them and then was consistently but, didn't enjoy them. So then I stopped. But what I'm saying is, is I don't watch Simpsons, so I don't know if it's gotten better. Uh-huh. I know it's still running, but I do. When I have seen newer South Parks, they are better than the old ones because the old animation is like construction paper at the start you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah. I, w- I will say that but the onion is hands down yeah those are probably two strong contenders for the list yeah in terms of general public opinion there needs you know what there needs to be more onion voodoo headlines i didn't come across a single one for this the status of these fetishes can affect the spirits that may be called upon with it 
Like, I imagine human body parts are probably uh, rare in terms of fetishes go. So they're they're probably I would I'm a, I'm making assumptions here, but I think it's reasonable that they're probably the most powerful ones used to call the most powerful uh, spirits. It goes human then tiger, as far as dried animal parts go. Human tiger dragon. There is one other thing that's a little fucked up about voodoo and voodoo practices, but in no means unique to it. And that is that many rituals incorporate live animal sacrifices. Oh, they eat the animal, though. They don't just... We're just going to rip its beating heart out, raise it up over the altar, let blood, let the blood drip into our mouths, and we just toss the animal out. Fuck it. We don't eat it. We got I, enough food. That I don't know for sure, but I would assume that they're probably... I mean... If I killed a chicken, I would probably eat it. Yeah. You've you seen Apocalypse Now. The villagers kill that ox. They put a fucking like blade right through its back. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They ate it. Like after the scene was shot, like it would. The whole village ate it. Fucking, it was a feast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why people wouldn't. Yeah, that cow really died. Uh, for, for art. Yeah. In the name of art. In Apocalypse Now, it did. Yeah, it's like oh, an ox man. or something. Yeah, at the very end, like, you know, Marlon Brando's village. Mm-hmm. Those people, they in a ceremony, like, oh, yeah. they hacked it like a big axe, like in its hump. Like, it was like, whoa, bro, I just saw ham. I think I just saw ham, like a cartoon, like the bone in the middle. <laughs> but yeah, they ate it. Anyways, so, you know what there needs to be in the apocalypse now? More voodoo commentary. Well, in these rituals, the ones that include animal sacrifices, one of the reasons why people have come to associate it with evil for some reason. Because of um, Wes Craven's Serpent the Rainbow. Yeah, that's part of it. It's part of a long tradition of movies that have done that. Um, but even those rituals are generally rituals of peace and respect. So, like, yeah, they're sacrificing animals, but it's not to, like, cause a curse or something. Yes, we have a good rainy season. Yeah, it's the still, crops, it's like cool shit. Yeah, and tobacco to grow, bananas. Tune into our banana wars episode for more on Haitian bananas growing. Yeah, it's 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 informative. You you brought it up earlier, and we're absolutely correct in that a huge percentage of people stolen and sold into the transatlantic uh, slave trade were representatives of the Fon people from Benin, Nigeria, Ghana, Togo, the, that area on, of uh, Western Africa. Other enslaved Africans, if they didn't specifically have Vodun as a religion, typically had somewhat similar religions. So um, when they are brought over here against their will, stolen and enslaved, uh, they have a strong camaraderie with one another because of the traumatic experience that they're undergoing. You hate white people too? Me too. Yeah. So it helped them to form strong communities in the areas where they were allowed to form communities at all. Okay. I need to ask you something real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned the god that is like super powerful bondi 
Yeah. Did you mention the god of the lower realm? I was waiting to hear you pronounce the name of it. Uh, is it Papa Legba? No, I thought it was like Iwa or something. Iwa are what the spirits are called, generally oh. speaking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Iwa. My bad. I read it wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, we do get to the gatekeeper spirit, but um, I couldn't find it just now in the notes, so I'm not 100% sure that I said it right, but I think it's Papa Legba. Um, in the movie Avatar, this like the the whole planet is like dialed into this god that the tribes call Iwa. Mm. Whoa, Jim Cameron with the voodoo influence. Yeah. I've Jim, never I call seen, him Jim. I've, I've never seen Avatar. I call him Jim. That's cool. It's cool to watch. I like Terminator though. Silly Chris Farley. You see when he is interviewing like Paul McCartney. You ever seen Terminator? gotta see it it's good okay i will chris farley show he's all nervous you know he's like i'm so stupid yeah you ever seen terminator such a weird question that, that i bet you that was a big influence on um between two ferns remember remember when you were in the beatles the crowd applause and laughs probably yeah <laughs> remember when you were you in the said, beatles the love you make is greater than the love you take or, 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 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it. Um, was that, um, was that true? Oh, I believe so. Yeah, that's a great bit. Chris Farley is... Rest in peace. He was a treasure. Chris Farley. His brother starts to look act like him now. Like, he's starting to act like him, too, in film. Like, laughing. <laughs> like, doing that kind of shit. Oh. It's like, whoa. But, hey, hey, get that money. Yeah. You know? I have Chris a hard be time. happy. Yeah, I have a hard time begrudging people finding any way to get money. Yeah. That doesn't hurt other people. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you can make a career, I mean, God bless him, the other Belushi has not been able to, to, to quite reach the levels of his brother. Yeah. I can't even think of his first name. Jim. Jim. According to Jim and his wife was like like insanely like out of his league. Yeah. <laughs> he he managed to have a career. Yeah. But I I mean I guess that's something, but it was not good stuff. Sorry. I don't to this day I don't think Jim has starred in any voodoo um categorized movies. I don't think. But we'll have to do a deep dive into that IMDB, see what's up. In the mainland, modern-day United States, uh, generally, families were specifically not kept together. Um, people from specific, even extended families were intentionally separated to try and destroy their bonds with their family and further dehumanize them. Uh, for the most part, this included removing children from their parents as well. Um, this was to a much lesser extent happenstance in Louisiana. Uh, typically families were kept together much more often than they were in other areas of the South. So that's one of the reasons why voodoo has such a strong presence in Louisiana as opposed to I mean, anywhere else in the Boise. United States, <laughs> outside of the Mississippi Delta, that's pretty much voodoo territory. Um, the other reason 
is because after the Haitian Revolution at the end of the uh, 1700s, many slave owners fled from Haiti where voodoo was much more established and brought their voodoo practitioner slaves with them to New Orleans, which was the most convenient port to flee to. Hmm. Uh, Voodoo was able to take such hold in Haiti because there were way more slaves in Haiti than slave masters, which Uh led to the revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's, I think at one point it was a full two to one slaves to not slaves on the island. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't sustainable. Go ask Rome about what happens when you, you have tons and tons of slaves. Yeah. I recently followed Jim Rome on Twitter. He doesn't post anything except so-and-so's on the show today. The sports guy, Jim Rome. Oh, yeah. I thought he'd post something He has like his like rants that Jim Rome is burning. Clones. Want to hear my Jim? His callers are clones and they talk just like him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They talk like this. So matter of fact, want to hear my Jim Rome? Yeah. If anybody knows Jim Rome, Rome, this is my Jim Rome. Ready? This is on FM or AM radio where time is money. This is Jim Rome's whole thing. Alan Iverson. What a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Jim Rome's deal. Like, he fucking's like, dude, you got dead air. Like, we're paying. Like, we charge companies. I, Anyways, Rome. I'm really sorry if this applies to any of our listeners, but the people who call into sports talk radio stations have to be the cold, dumbest group of people in this country. It is unreal. I, I had to stop listening to it. I would like the hosts like takes and shit and I'd be interested and they'll be like, oh, let's take a caller. And I'd be like, ah, they'd have some fucking moron on who has like some dumb opinion. Yeah. And then they shred them because that's good radio, but it's just mind numbing. Yeah. Comments on radio stations, Facebook posts are a nightmare. So I try to post the most ridiculous ones I can think of. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Like people who's I got my pistol, I'll take care of that. Like one bullet's all take like they post like crimes and shit or whatever news stories. And uh, there's always someone who's <laughs> like if someone even looks at me wrong, I'll yeah. blow off both of their kneecaps. Like Yeah. Yeah. Putting judges out of work. There's people who have really really detailed fantasies about what they would do if someone attempted to like a, a carjack them or these, something. These killings on the spot are uh, putting court system out of work, taking money out of the court system's hands, you know? Yeah, they can't get all their lo- hours logged. Yeah, for the sentencing. And can't keep those private prisons full. Good for jury duties. <laughs> Low jury duties count when people kill intruders or whatever. Thebes. Get back here with that candy. Got him. Death penalty for stealing candy. America. Keeping it light. <laughs> Speaking of America, Louisiana is a state in America. Oh, they practice tons of voodoo. It's they like do. the voodoo mecca of North America. Now, you may be wondering, why exactly was voodoo so much of a, a synthesis between the, the West African voodoo 
and the Catholicism practiced by mostly, you know, the French in the area. Strong child's play fan base. Yes. <laughs> Only the first couple, though. And then they come back in for Bride of Chucky. On Showtime this Friday. Well, there was a 1685 law that may ordered all French uh, or the uh, the slaveholders in Haiti to Christianize the slaves they held within eight days of their arrival on the island. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of, for a lot of them, you know, like calling Papa Legba, who was the chief Iowa, the 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 gatekeeper to the to the to the rest. Uh, St. Peter, it was just a cover. They didn't really believe in St. Peter, or they, they came to, and they just decided St. Peter and Papa Legba were the same thing. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is kind of the driving force of that. You got St. Patrick, who is also the Iowa Dumbala, who is the Iowa of snakes. St. Patrick's drives the snakes out of Ireland. He's also the spirit of snakes. Right. Yeah. It's, that's very fascinating to me. The St. Patrick? No, the way that the two religions sort of intersect and form like a new thing. It's really fascinating. Oh, man. I mean, there's like, like the story of Jesus and the story of like some other thing was the same as like the story of Horus or something like these crazy all these stories of these people's lives all sync up like just different variations it's crazy thanks internet no I hate the world internet won't be dumb again yeah I've I've probably learned too much for my own good (laughs) thanks internet we all (laughs) I know too much now (laughs) right Sucks ruining uh, my life. Yeah. You know what else is like a real big celebration of life? Food ceremonies, yeah. yeah. Especially when there's animal sacrifices. Another key aspect of the voodoo tradition is the practice of making and wearing charms and amulets for the protection and healing. These, uh, I figure we'll we'll get this in now. The uh, like the opposite of voodoo is the occult science of bow. Oh yeah, occult science of bow. Yeah, yeah. And if, if everybody we're, knows that. I mean, if we're figuring, we've got a big American a fan base here. The religion you're going to be most familiar with is Christianity, and you'll be more familiar with Catholicism than um, voodoo. So if we put this in Catholic terms, let's see. I thought you were talking about people that are fans of Bo Jackson. Like, Bo oh, Jackson. Bo knows. Yeah, so, well, you know, like the the occult science of Bo and Bo practitioners are, I think, somewhat equivalent to Satan worshipers and, like, demon possession, like with exorcism and stuff like that. Hmm. Like... There's not, you can't go out and find a group of people who practice the occult science of bow for real. Like, you know how Satan worshippers aren't really real? I don't think the bow practitioners are real. 
I think it's sort. Of, it was put this way by a historian. You have to ha- you have to create the forces of darkness in order for the forces of good to overcome them. Yeah, I know a guy that's a Satanist, and he like is all about it. Yeah, but those people are atheists with a certain philosophy. That dude doesn't believe Satan exists. <sighs> uh, yeah, that's I'm like, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's Anton LaVey. It's basically uh, extreme individualism for people who like to cosplay. I'm not going to say that about this friend. He takes it very serious. I'm, people do. Everybody takes their religion seriously. But like uh, the other thing that I should point out is that Satanism is also not bad. Yeah. I mean, it specifically says the only way you're allowed to kill people is with black magic. And, you know, that's not possible. Because? There's no such thing as Satan. No demonic forces will destroy your enemies for having annoyed you in your lair. Arrange red candles lit in a circle freely whenever you like with no, I don't know. Go ahead and use six candles. Doesn't matter. If you get your receipt back from the drive-thru at lunch when it's 666, just roll with it. Satan doesn't think you're cooler only because you only kill animals if it's for food or defense. The band Slayer is actually a Christian band. Back to voodoo. <laughs> um, but one of these charms that's often attributed to bow practitioners is the Oanga. And this is a charm used to poison an enemy. This supposedly contained the toxic roots of the figure maudit tree brought from Africa and preserved in Louisiana. The ground-up root was combined with other elements such as bones, nails, roots, holy water, holy candles, holy incense, holy bread, or crucifixes. So you can see the two-way the religions roll together. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, voodoo priests would sometimes get in the mix of this stuff. But it was generally not the focus of the religion. She donated the nails, I heard. You mentioned nails. The different ingredients. She would grow her nails out. She would be like, snip, snip. There's my nails. Oh, I was, that's interesting. I was thinking like, like the construction material nails. Yeah. I was just a little twist, that's all. Losing fingernails is something that always... Oh, no, they just grow me. and you just clip them. Like, you know how people grow their nails out. Yeah, but when they get removed from the hand altogether, it's horrible. I hate seeing that in movies and shit. Oh, I think, um, was it Stir of Echoes? She's dragged on a hardwood floor and it's like, snap. You get that Kevin in Bacon. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, <laughs> too. <laughs> so awful. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but even when they're making these charms and shit, even the evil ones... They would often evoke protection from Jehovah and Jesus Christ. They'd just go straight up to the like Catholic deity. 
Nice. Be like, hey, we're making this evil charm to hurt people. Are you in? Like, you're going to zap this with some juice, make it work? Like, that's kind of the deal. Yeah. Wow. Another key aspect of voodoo practice is that the Iowa possess human beings to communicate. This involves the voodoo priestesses who are generally involved in this um, slipping into a trance. Sometimes it's frantic activity. Sometimes it's an incomprehensible language that they're speaking. Sometimes it is clear and direct communication to specific people. Yeah. I imagine her eyes rolled in the back of their head like in a circle, losing their shit. Yeah. Some types of voodoo practice are... If the the Iowa may possess anyone at any time, not just the priestesses. But I think the main one, the priestesses are the one being um, the people that the Iowa possess. Um, like I said earlier, voodoo rituals in the United States do include the um, sacrifice of live animals. These are generally chickens or goats. But... Uh, could be other stuff too bunnies could be like you see like an ad like free kittens to a good home like we'll take them i don't think kittens we'll freaking take them bro we got a haitian voodoo ceremonial louisiana style a little crawfish crawfish broil and some free kitten just a little kitten sacrifice that's a little dinner and health tip you want to get your pit bull meaner just feed them free kittens from ads just that live food and gunpowder. Pour gunpowder down his fucking throat. You ever hear awful shit? Like, it's yes. like, keep me in a closet. Like the most fucked up police reports. Ugh. Burning hell, dogfighters. Yep. With no dinner. Straight to bed. Of like fucking. Dinner in hell. Get it? Go I to do. hell. No dinner. That's a good one. It's a good tie-in. Dude, I was fucking holding on to that one all season. <laughs> all, se- all second season. I wrote that in the off-season last July. I'm sure you've been waiting for it the whole time. Zombies are a thing in voodoo. These are a, a practice done by the, the practices of Bo. Jackson. Nah, just the Running occult back. science of Bo. Running back, baseball player. They're known as science. They're known as Bokonon. <laughs> oh yeah, Bo Jackson. Multi-talented. Bo knows, Bo knows baseball. Yeah. yeah, number one player on Tecmo Bowl. Number one voodoo folklore legend. Bo knows baseball. Bo knows Gatorade. <laughs> Bo knows occultism. That's right. Bo knows the afterlife. Bo knows Iowa. Yeah. Shows him with white paint on his face, like voodooed out. That would make an excellent reality (laughs) show. I would would get Cable back to watch that. Bo living in the woods in Louisiana doing voodoo. He's doing sit-ups and shit, no shirt. Yeah, I'm getting pumped for this shit. I'm getting jacked. I'm Bo. Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, back to voodoo. (laughs) Zombies, though. Extremely minor part of the voodoo religion, but plays an outsized role in our imaginations of it. This, uh, we can trace this problem all the way back to 1932. A film made during the United States occupation of Haiti. Check out that Banana Wars episode. Um, 
called White Zombie. Oh. More human than human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That album's good. Yeah, I'm it's gonna, okay. I can't yeah. shit on that one. Yeah. Talking about the metal band White Zombie here. We're nostalgic yeah. at heart. Yeah, just a just a touch. I always thought you had a nostalgic heart. I do. It's just about stuff nobody else remembers or cares about except for Nintendo. That's my only cultural touchstone these days. Video games. Yeah. You're oh, talking. Yeah. So White Zombie, 1932, filmed in Haiti. And in the film, Bela Lugosi plays a voodoo king with an army of zombies that respond to his every command. Is he the only white person? Uh, Is he the white zombie? No, the I, I think it's they're talking it? about the woman he turns. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they even operate his like sugarcane plantations, just, like zombies, like working machines and stuff. I'm working on a plantation, more brains. <laughs> Not a musical, but that might have made it. Time for better. chow. Time for chow. They got like a tourist. They're eating. It's <laughs> my voodoo. That's my zombie accent. <laughs> Good zombie accent. Hire me for voiceover work. It's Contact similar me. to the. Uh, New Zealand accent I've heard you do. It's right. What do we do, sir? Why do we fall? Pick ourselves back up? Oh, Alfred, where am I? In the cave, sir. <laughs> the size of a tangerine. I don't live New Zealand for whatever reason popped into my Sounds head. Sounds like Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah. You think of Michael Caine? Because I, I, uh, I found out that in America, what we call coolers, they call chili buns. <laughs> yeah. It's a chili bun. You put things in it. It stays chilled. New Zealand's like the largest territory of England or something. It was a Jeopardy thing. What's the largest? Or what's the most southern territory of England? Uh, like New Zealand. Good, good old NZ. New Zealand. Like at the topic, the category was like... Britain, Ireland, and Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was one of the questions. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, in the film, the way he creates zombies is to poison them with a potion that allows them to be later revived, enslaved to the sorcerer or sorceress who raised them. That's what Serpent the Rainbow happens to that guy. He wakes up in the coffin after he's not really dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to spoil it for you in case you rent the videotape. I think it's a, you don't have to rent use spoiler <laughs> spoiler alerts for movies that are thirty years old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but zombies were done by the uh, Bokanan, but the Bokanan are the enemies of voodoo practitioners. They're against them. So, like, to claim this is voodoo's fault is ludicrous. You know what I'm saying? Voodoo's like, why do you bring me into this shit? Anyway, other got aspects. Sh- uh, <laughs> got my own shit going yeah, on. Come on, don't, don't do this. You got dolls to possess. Uh, other aspects, negative things that uh, Boko Nahanan get into 
are curses or hexes that are designed to harm others, uh, the summoning of evil spirits, and using voodoo dolls for evil means. See, voodoo dolls are a thing in voodoo. And for good the luck. Pin, the pins are also used, yeah. Yeah, like, like what are the bears? The bears? The uh, little bears that people collected? Care bears? No. Fucking Hallmark sold them. They were TY brand. Oh, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, yeah. Differences Die Bears were 26 bucks. What? Holy moly, it's retired. It's purple. <laughs> Remember, we're retired. Oh, McDonald's is giving away mini Beanie Babies with their Happy Meals. I'm going to oh, get what, four Happy what Meals. What Beanie Baby did you get? Oh, it's not even retired, you fucking like, noob at Beanie Babies. I got four Bongo the Monkeys. <laughs> oh, you don't awful. even know what you're fucking dealing with over here. I'm rolling in retired Beanie Babies. Can I get four Happy Meals or four a boy? That experience got me, taught me a valuable lesson about things and their value. Yeah, sell them while they're hot. Yes. Like basketball cards. Holy shit. I had a David Robinson rookie card worth 58 bucks. Now it's like six bucks. <laughs> Go to hell, basketball cards. Sell them while they're hot, people. Oh, yeah. So the pins and voodoo dolls, they were done so like you'd write on a piece of paper like luck. And then you would pin that to the voodoo doll to attach it to the person. It's not designed to cause pain and like wherever you stick it. That's yeah. not even a thing. Lucky bear, the shamrock bear. <laughs> pin it to him. Now I think you're talking about care bears again. Well, I think I think there was a shamrock bear for like St. Patrick's Day. Like someone could snap a pick of if they have one, if they could snap a pick of it and send it to us. Just shame the Care Bears aren't in, around in real life. The thunder. I'm sorry. I hit the mic. Grumpy Bear. The one with the thunder and lightning. Yeah. Rain, always, the rainbow. I always like Grumpy Bear. He never wanted to get involved. He Fuck always had that. to get dragged there. I just leave me alone. <laughs> Staying inside. But I can think of a lot of people that could, uh, they need to get their asses handed to them by a Care Bear stare. Remember the Care Bear stare at the end of every episode where they'd get together and through the power of friendship defeat whatever evil they were facing? No, I don't remember that. I never oh. got that far. It's too intense for me as a kid. <laughs> too, too intense. I turn it. Got too crazy. Well, Care Bears were pretty famous, but you know who else was really famous? Please tell me a voodoo priestess. The voodoo priestess. From New Orleans, Marie Laveau. Not our first New Orleans resident that we discussed. Definitely way cooler. This one likes to party. Yeah. Um, Marie Laveau was one of the most prominent Louisiana uh, voodoo priestesses. Uh, she was the first woman in her family to be born free. Her father was a wealthy, um, half-black, half-white businessman named Charles Laveau. And her mother was a freed slave named Marguerite. So her father was born a slave and later became not a slave because she was yes. the first freeborn? Yes. Now, this might sound a little odd for a voodoo priestess. Oh, no, I think you mentioned it earlier. She was also a lifelong dedicated Catholic. Both. Right. Yeah. She did the patriarchy and the matriarchy. Mm-hmm. Can I get a little best of both? 
Where's the coming? I don't know. Whoa. Sammy Hagar version. Everyone has their own opinion on that. Uh, I don't recognize uh, Van Hagar as a real band. I knew you wouldn't. Come on, there's David some good Lee ones. David Lee Roth or nothing. Right now. Hey, for tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. OU812. All of those people are weird, degenerate psychopaths, but David Lee Roth had something special. Not Michael Anthony. He's out there like touring with Hagar doing like chicken foot. I'm all here with freaking Chance Smith on drums, Steve Vai on guitar. Well, is it, it's probably hard. <laughs> Satriani. It's, it's probably hard to get a big head when all you do for one of your biggest hits is just play an open E string for the if, entire thing. If you think that playing the E string is all Michael Anthony did in Van Halen, you're nuts. He did all those high back vocals. Jamie's great. It's all him, dude. They don't have that anymore. It's, Still, but it's backup it's Wolfgang, vocals. Wolfgang Van Halen on bass. Now he's like 20. <laughs> Thanks, you'll, Dad. you'll never get he does those backups with big head from doing backup vocals man it's he, not gonna happen he does those backups with like hagar's band though that's sweet you're like damn he was the fucking key to van halen's sound besides a do 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 besides besides david bass. lee roth he was the yeah. key to Van Halen sound. Yeah, yeah. Besides it, David Lee Roth, just saying, he he was more than just the do 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 baseline yeah. <laughs> one string. It's still it, it cracks me up though. Yeah, Jack Daniels bass. Yeah, it's a bottle shape. So I don't. I'm not sure if this is factual, but I think Michael Anthony was a fan of Voodoo, or is still today. Well, if he was, he probably knows about Marie Laveau and her cottage which was filled with altars full of candles, holy images, offerings. She would lead weekly meetings. Um, this is to a integrated crowd. Black people and white people would come to her meetings together, which is extremely unusual. <laughs> She's like, you white people can come. Yeah. Not um, a lot of you, just a handful. That would be, honestly, a good idea for forever if people were to do that you don't uh shouldn't let too many of us get together we cause trouble uh at these meetings all of the participants would dress all in white chanting and singing and they would leave offerings of liquor and food to the spirits yeah that's where i that's where i want to stop the tape right there and be like listen this madame had game she was like you gotta leave liquor and all kinds of food uh, by food i mean here's a list of food to leave like she leaves like what she likes ribs gumbo jambalaya for four days worth <laughs> did you uh you've been there this is the liquor that the gods like did southern you, comfort did you walk through what this, uh, the saint louis cemetery one where um marie laveau is eventually spoiler alert where marie laveau is buried no people still do that i've been there but not to the at, cemetery even at like you'll walk by and there'll be random graves with just like people leave pints full pints uncracked they'll just set it next to the grave as like an offering oh no and i just remember thinking like free beer how Booth. long is that gonna be there i bet you it's like I, I bet you there are people coming through these parks every 10 minutes just looking for booze there's like everyone always notices that next to her old crappy tombstone is this 
bush that's always there. It always seems odd, but as soon as the person walks away, it's a gay in a geely suit. He's just yeah. like, I got that. Trink. No, he's got like a whole friggin' backpack full. He just takes it as soon as they leave. Oh, goes back to his store, yeah. sells them? No, he's just fucking, he's an alcoholic. He takes them home. Yeah, he's not a business guy. There's lots of, uh, like, crush punks in New Orleans. I bet yeah. you they they wind up with a lot of those offered pints, if I'm guessing. Yeah. If not, I hope some crust punks listen to this when word gets out because somebody's beating you to the punch. There's free liquor all over. Hop a New train, Orleans. get to St. Louis. <laughs> Cemeteries. It's haunted, though, so beware. Yep. Um, and it, New Orleans is definitely haunted because going along with, with that idea makes it so much more fun to go there. Uh, <laughs> Marie Laveau also saw individual clients giving them advice on everything from lawsuits to getting, getting some, attracting uh, mates. Uh, when she died, she had an obituary in the New York Times. So this isn't like a famous after the fact. She was fucking famous at the time, too. Uh, lawyers, legislators, planters, and merchants all came to pay their respects and seek her offices. Hmm. So prominent people. She was a legit spiritual leader for all kinds of people in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, this isn't necessarily true outside of New Orleans, though, because I mean, a white white supremacist country gonna do white supremacy stuff, and newspapers outside of New Orleans would report on those meetings as drunken orgies involving occult practices. White white supremacists are like, we dance around at night and white all white as well. But that's okay because they're white people. We got that's, that's how that logic works. It's my clan joke. <laughs> we dance around a fire as well, dressed all in white, so we don't have any black folk at our parties. God damn it. We're white supremacists. It's a good uh what maybe Georgia <laughs> accent, I'm guessing. Don't ask questions, son. Just know my wo- my voice. I've eaten possum. Just know that I've eaten roadkill as long as it's fresh. I have been known to take it home and eat it. I've eaten roadkill. Have you ever actually eaten roadkill? Human? No, it was deer. No. Yeah, my sister hit a deer with a truck. And uh, her her husband, you know, he's a hunter. Yeah. So he was like, well, don't want to waste it so when he went and picked her up they just put the deer in the back of the truck and took it to the butcher got it got it fixed up yeah i've eaten a large june bug one time i was on a mini bike with my friend riding cross country and uh ate one free protein man that's full yeah yeah now she could have been an excellent uh practitioner of divination and fortune telling or there is possibly an alternate explanation she was a hairdresser, and most of her clients were wealthy white socialites, which allowed her to be privy to their gossip. Hmm. So she was extremely tied into what was going on with society in the French Quarter of New Orleans. People talk at the salon. Mm-hmm. 
And because she also had access to and influence among these white, wealthy people's uh, slaves and servants, she was able to, you know, kind of convince people that she had supernatural means of gathering information. Either that or she really did. That's possible, too. Hmm. I'm wondering how far apart this situation was with Truffaut, the New Orleans Nightmare episode. Mm-hmm. That was like 1700s, I think. This is 1830, right? What is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, later than that even. Okay. Yeah, she died in 1881. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Truffaut was like 1700s. Like there was like a Spanish king involved. Like I was supposed to go back or something. Yeah. She died it's, uh, she took over the La La Rie, La not Rie. Truffaut. Yeah. Madame La La Rie Truffaut. Yeah. Madame... Marie Delphine LaLaurie. Well, who's Truffaut? Oh, Dancing Plague. Yeah. It's the first victim with a Dancing Plague. That's a Truffaut. My bad. Good job. Sorry. Maiden's brain cells. Not what they used to be. (laughs) Setting in. Uh, Marie Laveau then entered into a common law marriage with Louis Christophe Dominique Dumanie de Glapillon. Uh, in all, it's believed Marie gave birth to 15 children, only one of which survived to adulthood. Because she sacrificed each and every one of them on their, ber- on their fifth birthday. No, there was just terrible medical care. Yeah. She like, I got these dried chicken bones. Or anything. They don't seem to be helping. It's polio. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what are they dying of? It's brutal in the past. Whew. Pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And south. Some interesting things about her is Gator death. Gator ate them. Goddamn Gator got three of them. Count three off right there with the Gators. Oh, yeah. That would be a common problem. One time a snapping turtle ate one of them babies when we were having a picnic by the riverbed. It's weird how common they fucking are. And like people just let them be. Snapper or Gators? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, I guess that maybe as long as you don't bother them, they're not that dangerous to you or something. Because, like, I, we, we visited a friend in South Carolina, and, like, in their subdivision, it's like you look out back, and there's a, an alligator just, like, out of the pond in the center of the thing on the grass. In the sun? Yeah, and they're just, like... There's people outside and stuff, and I'm like, what? Nobody's going to come, like, kill that or take it away or something? Why would they? It's a dangerous fucking animal. Yeah, but this is where we're going to have to butt heads because... I'm being facetious. I'm oh. I'm not, like, saying they should. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what what are dangerous animals around here? Like, is a... Like, yeah. I feel like a nine-foot alligator or whatever could do way more damage than, like, a coyote. Yeah, there's coyotes like coyotes are, here. I see coyotes in my neighborhood all the time. I don't think there's like any record of coyote attacking a human. No, you got to worry about your like chihuahuas and shit. I, th- I think your only land threat is um possibly a moose, bear, or bear. there are actual mountain lions like towards sleeping bear. Yeah, but spotted. Dude, a mountain lion can't bring down a man, can he? One did. Remember did it? one like a guy tried taking pictures with it two hikers or bikers oh yeah and they killed the two of them or something oh yeah it was like arizona or new mexico trying to be cute california mm-hmm. dumbass yeah don't don't fuck with them but 
yeah. Um, there it, are mountain lions here around here. Um, but Florida has the panther, which is a large freaking cat, man, and the gators. And they now we have people let their reticulated pythons go in the Everglades, and now they're like taking over. They're huge and they're like twenty five feet long. They eat shit. the young gators, so the gators are not being able to like eat them. It, so they're running. It's a problem. Yeah, people, you don't let your invasive species go, please. Yeah. They, I know they got a real big problem with the lionfish. Yeah. 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 Another reason to stay out of the fucking ocean. You know the little green turtles with the red stripe on their head? They're called a red-eared slider. They're everywhere. They're in, like, all our rivers and shit. They're from China. Yeah. <laughs> They're in Michigan rivers. Like, they hibernate now. Mm-hmm. They learn to hibernate. and Dude, like, grass isn't even from North America. <laughs> Like everything is an invasive species. Rabbits. <laughs> like shit like that. Pigs. Pigs in Australia. Mm-hmm. Some things about uh, Marie Laveau. Uh, she had a snake named Zombie. Uh, it's possible that her divinations were supported by a, a network of informants so she'd be like a New Orleans Varys. It's like spiders or whatever finger uh little birds yeah uh she also ran a brothel so yeah. she was a madam yeah <laughs> which is another way to get inside information you know hairdresser yeah just like madame so she's like a combination madame. like priestess peter baelish slash varis yeah yeah I just watched the episode of Game of Thrones in the last season where Arya cuts Littlefinger's throat. Boom. That was fucking awesome. I was like, holy shit, I forgot all about that. But I'm sure they're going to recap everything when they release the new shit. Like, don't forget, this guy got his throat cut and, you know, that led to this. You know, they Mm -hmm. always do that. That was so badass when, like, she was like, for you. And, like, because he was trying to get her to, like, kill Arya. And then she switches it at the last second. She's like, I sentence you to death. Yeah. That like points at him and it's like the <gasps> fucking cool as shit, man. And also, um, Jamie was talking to his sister and she's like, no one walks away from me. And he was walking away in the mountain and was like, shrink. And he's like, are you fucking seriously going to have this mountain kill me? You're that messed up, seriously? Yeah. It was a weird scene because then you're probably thinking, Jamie's going to kill Cersei. I think that's how they're, they're it works building, out at the end. They're yeah. building. They're building the seed to like Jamie's be the one. Cause Tyrion already shot his dad with a crossbow. Like the family will kill each other. Yeah. Don't put it. Don't act like they won't. Yep. Now she was described as having an incredible flair for the dramatic and the theatric, two things which can definitely help a spiritual leader. Faux show. She's known to wear a Cherokee headdress, ceremonial headdress. This is a, um, culturally inappropriate. She did they get stop wearing it after numerous complaints. Well, she was known for a lot of her charitable acts uh, in New Orleans. She, I, I believe that Marie Laveau was a very good person. I don't think she was a bad person at all. Right. She wrote and ran a brothel, and she did charitable acts. I like where this is going. She Tell would, me more. Yeah, she would nurse yellow fever patients. Um, she would post bail for free women of color when they got in trouble with the law. 
She's like, I had four kids die of yellow fever. They ain't got me yet. I can nurse them mm-hmm. and cut their hair. Uh, she visited condemned prisoners to pray with them in their final hours. And after she died in 1881, her legend only grew. Hmm. Uh, like I mentioned briefly earlier, she is buried in a tomb at St. Louis Cemetery Number 1 in New Orleans, which is said to be the most haunted cemetery in America. Not just haunted, most haunted. It is incredible. It's, it is incredible a place. I've, I've been there. Easy Rider movie, that cemetery? They do acid. You ever seen it? I think I think so. I know. Um, I know the tour guide pointed out to me the burial tomb that Nicolas Cage owns, and it's ready for him when he dies. That's where they're going to bury him. It's like a ridiculous pyramid. <laughs> Man, I got my own pyramid built. It's going to be <laughs> when I die. Count on it. I can't do a That's Nicolas rocking Cage. good news. I can't do a Nicolas Cage. I know I should be able to do an impression of him, but I can't. I can't summon it. There's a Nicolas Cage when he's really young. He's in a movie called Wild at Heart. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, he's walking down the street, and all these gang members are slowly surrounding him, and he's surrounded by gang members, and they're going to kick his ass. And he, I think he like gets a cigarette out, lights it, and goes, what do you pussies want? And they just end him. <laughs> I think that's how it is. All I can think of are, that's oh, great, no, not the bees. Oh, God, the bees. What's Wicker that from? Man? Wicker Man? What about uh, Raising Arizona? You like that one? I've only Re- seen it a long time Rewatch ago. it. It's really good, especially when the brother-in-law or the friend wants to talk about his wife swapping, punches him in the face. Oh, The earliest Nicolas really Cage that I have like a wor- real working familiarity with is... Um, Valley Girl. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that. He plays like a heartthrob like guy. Yeah. Yeah. What about Con Air? Con Air with that Bo? ridiculous long hair. I think hair. his name is Bo. Yeah. I do <laughs> po. shit. Poe. Have you ever seen the uh, still of him? Like the test shot from when he was going to play fucking Superman? I think so. Yeah. He was going to play Superman in a Tim Burton directed Kevin Smith wrote written superman i don't even know what that movie would look like but it him as superman is with long hair long hair superman that was indiana jones i think i just did yeah i think you did (laughs) yeah i hate snakes that's definitely indiana jones the superman music is awesome but i can't think of it in my head right now um Oh, God damn it. I feel like a dick because it's so I'll get cool. It. Let's just take a second. Um, Yeah, the Superman song goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I got it back. That's a, that's a good score. And we're back to voodoo. Yeah, we're back to St. Louis Cemetery oh, yeah. number one, which her ghost is said to appear from time to time, wearing her trademark turban and muttering in Creole. At her tomb. Um, Home is where you make it. <laughs> what? You're like, where? Home you make it. That always makes me think of Boomhauer. From, uh, I don't think he's speaking Creole, what, but it makes me boy? Th- from, 
No, Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill. Oh. He's like, but they're going that nah, Dan Dow grocery store, man. That means I'm going to the grocery store and I'm going to buy that hat. Yeah, something like that. Down there. Yeah, that's what I always think of when I think of that accent. Even though I don't think that's what he's doing, it, I have the similar experiences listening one to one and the other. You said I've. You mentioned that I've been there when you mentioned St. Louis or St. Louis. I thought you meant the city of St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis. I've never been to New Orleans. Oh, I thought you had. No, I'd like to, but I never have. I see. I've never been to St. Louis. Mm, yeah, but I've been to St. Louis Cemetery. I went. I. I I was in St. Louis one time and we, I was with a band. I went with them and they were on tour and one of the places they played was an old theater and it was like haunted mm-hmm. and they were like, you stay in the theater tonight. Like that's where we're supposed to sleep. We slept. Like, that's the, unusual. We slept like in the balcony of this theater where a girl like killed herself. Was it like nuts. a Scooby-Doo episode in real <laughs> life? Yeah, it's crazy. You're doing a thing where like you there's a monster chasing you through all the crazy doors. And yeah. yeah, one of the walls goes, yeah, spins. <laughs> Yeah. like I oh, nuts yeah but listen they let me like another guy and like a couple bands stay the night in this theater which had a concession stand we're mm-hmm. staying the night they're not there oh like, i imagine like over. a large amount of goobers were consumed van full of fucking raisin nuts rolling down i-75 like the baby. garbage bag full of popcorn like the giant garbage bag of the popcorn they- maker <laughs> Like, see you later. You don't need to pay us. Get this popcorn maker <laughs> for payment. Whoo. St. Louis. One last thing about Mitchell oh. is uh, the offerings that people leave at her tomb to this day include candles, flowers, uh, voodoo dolls, or other fetishes, along with liquor and tobacco. Beanie babies as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, fully flared could, out. You could use a beanie baby as a fetish. For yeah, sure. For sure, yeah. Flare it. Put the pins on it. Yeah. Um, and if you do leave one of these offerings and your wish is granted, your request granted by Marie Laveau, the custom is that you come back and make three X marks on the tomb. So That's this blood. would make a good picture for the uh, collage. For sure. It looks it looks awesome. Um it's made in blood. You have to cut your finger or your palm. You have to cut it with a blade and then dab your other finger and paint the X's with your blood. Is that real? Or do no. you make, you make it up right fantasy. now? Yeah, it's dinner and health it's, fantasy. It would be cool. It's a part. That'd be metal as hell. Dinner and health fantasy. Yeah. We sing a lot on this show. At least I do. I get you going. I get you singing. Yeah, we get into it. We mix it up. A little uh, acapella. That's it for Marie Laveau, though. That's it for Voodoo. Voodoo. That's our first religion-based yeah. No, it's not. Program. Name the other one. Zeus is an asshole. Oh, Greek mythology. That's not a religion. Yes, it is. Okay. I don't remember Zeus getting killed on the cross. God damn it. I don't remember any Voodoo Voodoo dolls either. get pinned up with nails. Yeah, but that's for good things. It's symbolic of good things. Like realtors, like, I want to sell this house. I'm going to see the priestess. That was one of the craziest fucking things. Another yeah. quick introduction about New Orleans. It's like, if you see things for sale, like, you'll, like you would even see it on the signs on the street. It would be like, oh, for sale, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, not haunted, and big capital letters. 
they have to tell you if a place is haunted or yeah. not haunted when they're selling real estate. That's the law. Yeah. The law says you have to do that. <laughs> yeah. If you have knowledge of it, if you don't have knowledge of it, then you don't have to. Yeah, I but was, you still have to say specifically not haunted. Yeah. But you said that the rep, the agent has to tell them only if they know it. Yeah. They might be like, whoa, be whoa, 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 whoa. Matter of fact, the house next to mine is empty. You guys should freaking move on over next to the maiden estate. Take the fence down. Oh, yeah. We'll be grilling, patioing. I don't know. With both of our track records for occasional neighbor feuds, I don't know if we want to get them mixed together. Dude, it'd be perfect. It'd be like, text you before I even knock on your door. Hey, is it cool if I knock over? You're just like, no one's home. <laughs> but your cart, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I don't bother my neighbors ever unless they give me a reason to. Yeah. But I don't even fucking look their way. It's not my thing. I'll go into the house. Yeah, good fences make good neighbors, in my opinion. Yeah. First thing we did when we bought our house is put a privacy fence up. We didn't know the neighbors at all. We were like, fucking don't give a shit. We're getting a fence. Then we'll meet you. Hi. I would maybe, like, bring, like, some cookies, but, like, there would be no dinner invitations or dinner invitations accepted. Yeah. But here, I'm going to play nice, but I'm really not going to play at all. And then I'll go back into my basement forever. <laughs> Seen this basement. It's cozy. It is. I'd be down there too. Because we're definitely not there right now. We are in the studio. I'm sorry. Before this audience. They Who wanna, is looking incredible. They want to know where to find us on social media. That band is ripping. And if you want to get on a Twitter feed that is just as ripping as that band, mosey on down to at dinner and hell pod check us out oh and the dot com was it dot org dot gov dinner and hell pod dinner and hell dot com that i did oh. for and then didn't talk traffic oh it's got at least four episodes posted <laughs> on it first four it's just amazingly thorough with nobody our, our whole careers on there nobody ever went there so we stopped plugging it yeah we have um itunes stitcher youtube it'll be on youtube till the end of time yeah like if you're ever in a situation where there's you have you don't have access to SoundCloud or iTunes. You can always find our show, all the episodes on Twitter. You can probably download the audio with an app and just extract the audio. You could do that. You don't have to fuck that's with the, the video. Thing to keep in mind. Yeah, any video converter is a program that's free that will do that for you. Extract audio only in case you ever need that in that situation. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you very much. We love you. Have a good night.